0: It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori.
1: Good morning. How are you, Simi? I'm good, thanks. How are the markets doing? Uh, well, markets are basically in the green today, and, and really, global markets are off to a strong start here in June. A lot, uh, obviously, around optimism, around uh, most major economies reopening around the world. Uh, last week, we saw expectations for the global economy to grow by 5.8% this year. And just to put that in perspective, that's the fastest pace in almost half a century. And of course, that's uh, due to improving uh, vaccination rollouts. And Canada is now amongst the top countries for the first dose, which uh, obviously we're all happy to hear about. And fears around increasing interest rates has also been dissipating uh, lately. So we're happy to hear that as well. And so markets uh, generally have been moving upwards and, and not surging upwards, Simi, mean, kind of nudging upwards. And that's right. something that, uh, that that we actually prefer to see, although investors like the surge.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But the, the nudging is good too. What about uh, first quarter Canadian GDP?
1: Yeah, what we saw in first quarter uh, GDP out of Canada Uh, It showed our our economy uh, expanded at 1.4%, despite some temporary weakness from lockdowns. And again, that's because favorable mortgage rates, government support, um, the labor market had been improving. So again, we're we're looking at that. We're looking at jobs as well. In Canada, we saw our economy lose 68,000 jobs in May. But again, we know why, right? And a lot of uh, the jobs that were lost were part-time. And, uh, and, and the reasons were because of the, stay of the stay-at-home orders in Ontario, Nova Scotia, uh, even in Manitoba. So, so again, that is the reason that we're seeing um, lower uh, jobs numbers uh, recently. But again, we would assume that that will pick up again in the near term. Right. So I
0: would imagine the next quarter is the one to watch, right? Because you things are opening up again, and this will give us a better idea of what's going on.
1: Exactly. You know, I think it's an exciting time to be an investor. Um, You know, in my opinion, I think that we're going to see uh, as things open up that pent up demand for goods and services and, and travel, you know, I mean, we're talking about the borders reopening. I mean, this is huge news, you know, and, and so yes, markets are uh, close to all-time highs and and do we believe that we're going to see higher markets over the next 12 months you know uh, when I look at uh, the facts and figures out there I do and uh and so therefore again we have our portfolios focused uh more on equities we have less in bonds right now uh, we definitely don't want to be GIC investors uh, during an inflationary period at this time and even when the Bank of Canada came out today I mean they're talking about not increasing interest rates till the second half of, of next year so we could see low interest rates for some time which again uh, fuels the economy it may fuel the economy too far too fast we do know that right and and, and possibly that is another issue down the road there's always going to be an issue Simi uh, but at this point today we're very comfortable with markets. All right. well
0: let's talk about issues that we may have with like Canadians and mortgage debt because you know housing prices are crazy has that meant that Canadians are perhaps Perhaps signing up for a bit too much?
1: Yeah, I I definitely think so. You know, low interest rates and pent up demand from the pandemic have led many uh, to chase the hot uh, hot real estate market that we've been seeing, not just here in Vancouver, but in other major cities uh, in Canada. New mortgage borrowing rose 41% in the first quarter. So that's obviously a big number. Uh, the average limit on new mortgages, so the amount for which borrowers were approved, jumped over 20% in the first quarter. Again, now uh, we've seen more restrictions come in, right, for, for mortgage requirements. Sorry, I, I was referring to tighter uh, requirements for mortgages. And what we're seeing with that is, is that we're seeing that the real estate market is starting to cool Um, mortgage delinquencies themselves are at an all time low across the country. So that's good news. But one notable exception is Canada's uh, most expensive housing real estate market here, Vancouver, uh, in the first quarter saw a 14.6% increase in the rate of delinquencies 90 days or longer. So again, that's concerning. Is it time to run for the hills or something? No, I don't think so. But again, it's something to watch.
0: Okay. Too. Cause like with interest rates, they sound like they're holding steady, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. They're holding steady for now. That doesn't mean forever. And what we just want to make sure is that people are buying uh, real estate that they can afford because rates will inevitably move higher at some point. And what we're looking at over the next 12 months, we're likely going to see that. Okay, that's good to know.
0: Now, one of the guys, the conversations that people should be having right now is to try to get a sense of kind of what their financial picture is. If it means like sitting down with your significant other and doing that, but Laurie, I get the impression that that's hard for some people to do.
1: Yeah, you know, we just uh, focused on this, and it'll be out on Friday for our Ready Set Retire. Uh, program that I do with John McComb about uh, relationships and money you know it's 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 an important discussion you have to have and uh, because I'm sitting across the table from so many couples uh, I see lots of unique situations and have a lot of different conversations and the way I look at it is that everyone has a different relationship with money you know, you have personal beliefs around money um, and it can depend on how you grew up, your parents' attitude towards money and what you value. And it's really better to talk to your partner about the finances and be have open communication to really avoid making decisions under stressful circumstances. And, and that's something you really want to focus on. And I always encourage in those meetings, right? Let's open up. Let's talk about how, how each of you feel, because I would say it's more common than not, uh, that a couple have, they have different views about money and about investing.
0: It also, also sounds a little bit, Lori, like you end up being a bit of a therapist or a marriage counselor. (laughs)
1: I, I just said this yesterday to, uh, in two meetings, I, I'm more of a marriage counselor sometimes. And, and, you know, that's what I'm there for, right. Through different stages of retirement. And I often say, you know, it's the first time someone's retiring or the first time someone's downsizing the first time someone's deciding whether to go into a senior care home or whatever those decisions are. But I've been a part of a lot of that decision-making for many many uh, clients over the past 20 years so I just have this kind of valuable insight to help people and make it more comfortable right like talking about money often within a family uh, just like politics and religion is not usually you know something that uh, is always easy to talk about and you want to make it uh, as comfortable as you know as possible for both parties because again remember one spouse is usually more involved with the money and the finances. Uh, right. It's not usually just a 50-50 thing. And so I always want to make sure and encourage the spouse who's not really that involved. I want to understand what their view on risk is, right? Like how did they how did they feel last March? Uh, when the market uh, crashed. And, and we want to set up portfolios that uh, are suitable for both parties in, in the relationship, even though it's one marriage, uh, you know, or one partnership, we want to make sure that both partners are being taken care of um, accordingly.
0: So how do you juggle that, then when you've got people sitting there, Laurie, in front of you, like, how do you, if they can't bring it up with each other? How do you bring it up?
1: Well, I just have a knack for that sort of thing, Simi. I, I'm not shy. Uh, if you if you haven't recognized, so you know, I, having those conversations, you know, what lifestyle do you guys want to live? You know, what do you do for fun? What's going to happen in retirement? How do you how do you vision your retirement? And often they haven't had this conversation with each other, right? One wants to travel, the other one wants to take care of the grandchildren. Uh, well, you, you need to negotiate with each other and find a happy medium. Uh, you know, what kind of legacy do you, you want to leave? You know, who do you plan to leave um, your assets to? And, and how do you feel about each of those children? <laughs> um, you know, and, and what age do you want to retire? <laughs> That's getting into some
0: deep stuff if you're asking people I, how they
1: feel about their kids. <laughs> oh, I, I get it in deep, Simi. I'm almost part of the family in a lot of cases, right? Like I, I, I and, 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 and I'm passionate about that, right? I don't believe you can manage people's money well. Uh, or their financial situation, if you don't know those things, right? And again, a lot of that comes out when we do a financial plan. Uh, And, you know, we're always, we always joke, you know, we're not uh, trying to interrogate you here, we're trying to get to know you. And uh, of course, slowly over time, people open up some more than others. uh, And it just allows us to be able to advise better and it allows you and your partner to have a better relationship around money. So so that's been my view, and that's been my experience, and uh, I'm happy to share it here <laughs> on CKNW. All
0: the more reason for people to give you a call. Lori, thank you very <laughs> much for your time.
1: Thanks so much,
0: Simi. You have a great day. You too. That's Lori Pinkowski, Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now, you can contact her team directly, 604-695-LORI. If you have any questions about investing or retirement, you can also visit their website at pinkowski.ca.